Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Tree at the Bottom of the World. Well, Dazzy and Katarina knew that they would need an elephant bus to reach the bottom of the world, so they flew back to Crisscross Applesauce, where elephant buses seemed to stop fairly often. The first bus they saw was driven by Savannah, the same elephant they had met before, and Savannah said, Oh no, not you two again. Wait a minute, where's your fluttery little friend? Dazzy said, She's imprisoned, and the only way we can save her is by grabbing a golden apple from the tree at the bottom of the world. <coughs> Savannah trumpeted in fear. Dazzy said, Ah, uh, do you go to the bottom of the world? <coughs> Savannah trumpeted again, No, no, we never go there. Is there another way to get there? Can we walk? No, you have to go through the weird lands to get there. Dazzy said, which you can do on one of your buses. We don't go there. Katarina said, but an elephant bus could go there, right? No, no, in theory. I mean, yes, in theory, but no, it is forbidden. By whom? The elephant shook her head. Uh, uh, she looked like she was going to be sick. If you'll excuse me, she said, and she left the bus in a hurry and ran into the woods. Katarina said, maybe we scared her so much that she has to go to the bathroom. Dazzy said, maybe you're right. Katarina said, so maybe we could borrow the bus while she's gone. Dazzy shook her head. No, I thought about that, but it's too difficult to drive these things or fly them or whatever they do through the weird lands. Katarina said, leave it to me. I was watching carefully the last two times. I think I can drive it. Dazzy was about to protest. Obviously, there was no way an easily distracted kitten could remember how to drive or fly such a complicated machine. But then she thought, we have no other choice. It's the only way to get there and save Era. She said, all right, let's do it. Katarina said, okay. Oh, we need a bug. Dazzy grabbed a worm off the ground. Got one, she said, just as Savannah emerged from the forest. Katarina said, uh-oh, here comes the elephant. Dazzy said, go quick, get into the vehicle. So they jumped inside, and Dazzy said, now drive it. Katarina said, okay, I'm just trying to remember um, which button I press first. Uh, Dazzy said, quickly, watching as Savannah the elephant came closer. Katarina said, all right, it's this one to start. And she pressed a bright red button. The bus disappeared. Savannah said, hey. Oh, she bowed her head. Oh, man, I am so going to lose my job. Well, the elephant bus zoomed through the weird lands. Dazzy looked at all the dials and buttons and gauges and shook her head. There was no way Katarina could pilot this thing. But Katarina was fast and focused. She climbed and jumped all over the dashboard, pressing buttons and pulling levers and flicking switches. She looked like some sort of fast-moving ninja warrior. Dazzy said, wow, she was very impressed. Katarina grabbed a thick lever. Uh, I think if we pull this back 82.6 degrees, we'll be able to reach the bottom of the world. Dazzy said, uh, okay, but I need you to help me. I'm not strong enough. So Dazzy helped her to yank the lever back to 82.6 degrees. And the bus twisted and turned upside down. Whoa, said Dazzy. Katarina said, yay, this is fun. Oh, throw the worm out the window. Dazzy threw the worm into the weird lands. The bus shuddered and made loud grinding noises, like it didn't want to go to the bottom of the world, and it was resisting all the way. They hoped the vehicle would stay together long enough for them to reach the apple tree. Well, a couple of hours later, they finally reached the bottom of the world. It was a jagged expanse of sharp black stone. 
A gargantuan apple tree with a dark trunk towered over the landscape. Its crown of twisted branches covered most of the sky. The bits of sky that they could see were a bruised purple color. Katerina said, this place is kind of grim. Bright golden apples grew on the tree. Unlike everything else in this land, they seemed perfect and unblemished, shiny and whole. Dazzy said, okay, this is it. She flew up to the lowest branch, which was many, many feet above the ground, and plucked a golden apple from the branch. It gave off a sweet scent when she picked it, and a shower of golden dust, some kind of pollen, went up her nose and into her eyes. (laughs) She sneezed, and she blew sparks everywhere. She said, okay, I've got one. Katerina said, okay, I'll grab a bug for the ride back. But there seemed to be no bugs in this forsaken place, nothing else alive. But at last she found a spiky black beetle climbing up the trunk of the tree. Got one, she said, just before the beetle stung her paw. Ow! Mm, Okay, spiky beetle, you're definitely getting thrown out the window. They climbed back onto the bus and pressed the start button. And then they were back in the weird lands, racing along at tremendous speeds. The bus groaned and creaked and shuddered. Dazzy said, it sounds like we're going to break apart. Katerina said, don't worry, boss. And she patted the dashboard. We're going back to Magic Woods. A flashing light came on. Sacrifice needed, it said. Katerina threw the beetle out the window. There was an angry red welt on her paw where it had stung her. The bus groaned and shook. (laughs) Katerina had to use all of her skills to focus on getting home to save Era. She became as strong and brave and smart and focused as she could be. She leaped about and adjusted levels and checked gauges and set dials. (laughs) Dazzy said, I can't believe you know how to fly this thing. You actually are doing it. Nice work, Katerina. Thanks. I'm just not sure about the next part. I think we'll stop near the dinosaur city, but... But what? asked Azzy, sniffling. She felt like she had quite a cold coming on. Um, there might be some trees in the way. I don't know how to look for those. Suddenly, they came back to the forest outside Mandatory Potluck, the dinosaur city. (laughs) The bus plowed into a tree, crumpling the hood and cracking the windshield. They leaped out of the smoking, damaged vehicle. Dazzy said, come on. Her nose was running and her eyes were swollen. We've got to save Era. Katerina jumped onto Dazzy's back, but she was only able to hold on with one paw because her other paw was extremely sore and swelling rapidly. She felt woozy and hot like she had a fever. Dazzy didn't feel good either. Her breath became labored and her muscles felt weak but she was strong enough to fly to the castle. She burst through the front door and rushed into the throne room. Here's the golden apple, she said angrily, tossing it at King Tyrock's feet. Now let our friend go. An Allosaurus picked up the golden apple and held it close to Tyrock's face. I I don't believe it, the old king whispered. The guards led Dazzy and Katarina to the dungeons, and Dinah herself opened the door to Era's cell. I am so sorry my grandfather is acting this way, she said. Era hugged her friends. Let's get out of here. I want to go back to Midnight Barbecue and see my brother. Let's go home. They said goodbye to Dinah and the guards, and then they left the castle and flew away from that place forever. Inside the throne room, the swamp dinosaurs gathered to watch King Tyrock take a bite 
of the golden apple. Our king will be young forever, they said. Ka Rex watched it all eagerly, and he said, My friends got that apple for him. They did that. The Allosaurus guard stepped forward with the apple. Put it into my mouth, said the king. The Allosaurus did as he was told, and Tyrock bit down into the golden apple. And then he could feel something very powerful rushing through his veins. It was death. For the legends were wrong. The golden apples were not apples of life, but apples of death. Even their scent and pollen was poisonous. And the black beetles who fed on the apples were deadly too. Well, that's the end of the story, Tyrock's Trick. The next story is called The Goddess of Dreams. Goodbye.